Hey everybody, welcome to The Wake Up for Monday, August 31st, 2020. Here's the latest from Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms with a, uh, you know, pretty quiet start to the week that will likely remain quiet. Some casting news with the Dear Evan Hansen movie, some small signs of life at the U.S. box office, and AT&T is now looking at ways to end their worst deal of the 2010s. All brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. And of course, the week begins still mourning the passing of Chadwick Boseman, who died on Friday at the age of 43. After a four-year battle with colon cancer that he managed to keep private the entire time, including while finishing what's now his last role in the adaptation of the August Wilson play Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which Netflix will release sometime later this year, a talent gone way too soon by any measure. Over at the U.S. box office, some signs of rebirth as X-Men The New Mutants took in $7 million from 2,400 theaters this weekend, where 62% of movie theaters were open in the U.S., most with limited capacity, but uh, $7 million is now the only reference number for Tenet to beat as it opens in U.S. theaters this week. Overseas, Tenet took in $53 million this weekend from 40 countries around the world. The largest market was the U.K., where it took in $7.1 million. The film rolls out in China this week as well as the U.S., so uh, that may come up in conversation. Otherwise, Bill and Ted took in about a million dollars on what ended up being a thousand screens. However, it was number one on iTunes this weekend, according to Deadline. And Searchlight's David Copperfield took in $520,000 total with a per screen average of about $380. In some casting news, Amy Adams is joining Universal's Dear Evan Hansen movie, and Danny Pino from CBS's Cold Case and the FX series Mayans has been cast as her husband. They're joining Ben Platt and Caitlin Deaver in a cast that is uh, rounding out pretty quickly. I have a link to all the casting news thus far from the reporter piece uh, in the show notes for those inclined. And while we're in casting news, Stefan James from If Beale Street Could Talk has been cast opposite Russell Crowe in Paramount's upcoming multiracial organized crime prison movie. A lot going on there. Uh, anyway, that one's called American Son, according to Deadline, and is written by Dennis Lehane. Over at ABC, they ordered a six-episode limited series called Women of the Movement. That one focuses on Mamie Till Mobley, that's the mother of Emmett Till, whose death in 1955 in Mississippi was a catalyzing force for the civil rights movement. The project is written by Marissa Jo Sarar, and the first installment will be directed by Old Guard and Love and Basketball director Gina Prince-Bythewood. Will Smith and Jay-Z are among the exec producers, according to the announcement. And in terms of TV ratings last week, which is the primary way the President of the United States measures success in life, uh, well, he just lost. The cumulative audience for the conventions last week across all broadcast and cable TV networks that showed the conventions was greater for the Democratic convention, averaging 21.6 million viewers a night versus 19.4 million for the Republican convention. Trump's nomination acceptance speech on Thursday was also down over 30% from his speech in 2016 and actually came in behind sleepy Joe Biden's speech this year, so I guess that makes Trump's speech uh, passed out. Uh, Well, anyway, uh, keep in mind all of these numbers do not include streaming, but I'm pretty confident giving the Democratic audience the advantage in knowing how and where to stream a live event versus the Republican one. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With AT&T exploring a sale of uh, all or part of their DirecTV ownership and big layoffs at MGM Resorts, plus today's pop quiz. What was Russell Crowe's biggest hit at the box office not adjusted for inflation? The answer after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. 
So if you're having your morning cup of coffee right now, uh, pop quiz number two, where were the beans used to make your coffee grown? And when did they leave their country of origin? In an age where you know the farm your vegetables were grown at and the diet of the cow your steak came from, you probably have no idea what's up with your coffee. And that's what's great about Devotion. You know you're getting the best coffee beans you can get from the country with arguably the deepest coffee making tradition. Devotion prints exactly where the beans came from in Colombia on the bags, and you always know those beans are super fresh. Devotion FedExes their coffee beans every week straight from Bogota to their Williamsburg headquarters in the U.S., where they are freshly roasted right there in Brooklyn and available for your enjoyment in as little as 10 days. I mean, imagine that coffee in your cup this morning was made from beans that were literally in Colombia only two weeks ago. For my New York City listeners, they have locations you can visit in the Flatiron District, downtown Brooklyn, and their main roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, seven days a week. But if you're not in those neighborhoods, they ship a wide variety of their coffees to all 50 states. Go to Devotion.com, that's D. E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com, where you can pick out all the varietals of beans that you want, and shipping is free when you buy just 50 bucks worth of coffee. And enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your first order, which I'm guessing will make it far cheaper than whatever coffee you last bought. So that's Devotion.com, and that direct link and the discount code are both in the episode show notes, so uh, check it out today. Now the answer to today's pop quiz... In pure box office numbers, Russell Crowe's biggest movie was the one that made him world famous, Gladiator, which took in $460 million in 2001. Other films like Noah and Les Mis came close, but Gladiator is still number one, and accounting for inflation would be about $675 million today. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Six years after buying DirecTV for over $48 billion and assuming roughly another $20 billion of debt, AT&T is now exploring unloading the satellite TV service, according to the Wall Street Journal. AT&T is holding talks with private equity groups and one would have to thank the other satellite TV company, Dish, about selling at least a significant portion of their ownership at a price that's uh, very likely not going to be anywhere near $48 billion. During the six years that AT&T has owned DirecTV, it's gone from 20 million U.S. customers to 14.4 million as of this July. And in South America, they've gone from 18 million to 13 million over those six years. I mean, it's no AOL Time Warner, but uh, certainly qualifies as a classic example of buying high. And furthering the new narrative taking hold, not just in the media business as the summer finishes up, but really throughout the entire economy that many furloughs made back in the spring are now turning into permanent job losses. MGM Resorts announced that they're laying off 18,000 people as the reality that business in America is just not going to come back to many sectors in a meaningful way for quite some time. And the airlines are waiting in the rafters as well for major layoffs in October when their federal ban on employee layoffs expires, barring a new deal or government cash bailout in September. In today's programming notes, the Tennis U.S. Open starts up today, so check that out as you like. But let's go out today with the VMA performance from The weekend, which was a pretty impressive visual and energetic performance shot at the top of the observation deck of the Hudson Yards in New York City. You had a light show, helicopters, drones, fireworks, uh, all it was lacking was uh, people. So definitely recommend checking that one out. The YouTube link is in the show notes. And if you have not, for uh, some reason, hit subscribe to this year's podcast, please do so. And follow on the Instagram at The Wake Up Pod to get an early look at the headlines from each day's podcast with more fun things to come soon. The direct link to the Instagram account is in the episode notes as well. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.